I spend a lot of time in my head and my potential for awesomeness is great. I can accomplish so much and I have big dreams and I'm really amazing at them. Um, when I play out my scenarios of my potential in my head. Yet the problem is that then there's the reality, right? There's the reality of once I get out of my head and start to put things down on the pavement, that they don't look like they did in my head. Um, and what I'm actually finding lately is that I vacillate between dreaming of my potential and then having the nightmare of the worst case scenario, right? And so what happens, I think a lot of times is I have this flood of ideas, um, but some fear of really implementing them. And so there's this fear, fear of failure, right? Which is what I'm talking about. Yet, it's easy, and this is what I've done with myself, it's easy to go, no girl, you got this, you're not gonna fail. But the problem is that, that there's great evidence of failure, right? It's not that I'm making up this beautiful, potential, great vocation or life or project in my head, and then I'm also making up failure, and so I'm paralyzed by the potential of failure there's evidence of failure. There's evidence of, um, you know, the dream of me trying to be a bridge builder and create unification and help people heal. And there's evidence of failed relationships in my life, um, of failed projects, of not showing up, of not delivering on what I say I'm gonna deliver. So it's not that I need to pull up my bootstraps and you know overcome my fear because there's evidence of it. There's evidence of failure in my life. And, but I realized this morning that my issue is not failure. Like if I'm gonna live a life and try to avoid failure, then I just might as well go back to bed, right? because it's just not gonna happen. And like part three of my book, if you've read it, part three is all about this living in the reality and the presence of life in the space between potential and failure and the space where there's truth, right? It's, it's coming, it's feeling that sense of chaos and coming back to stability Part three of my book, the end of the book is not finished because our lives are not finished, right? I'm not finished living. And if I expect that everything has to be perfect and successful and there's no failure, then I'm never gonna live. I'm never gonna live. And like I was saying, the problem is not my attachment. I mean, the problem is not failure because that's just reality. My problem is I am too attached to failure and I'm too attached to my potential. If I stay in my head, I will always get to dream. If I step out into the world, then I will fail. And that is true. Yet, so then my option is to stop dreaming, right? Or 
dream and then not ever try to live. Yet a dream unsung is a deep void in me and it's also negligent, right? It's negligent to have desires to make a difference in the world and not pursue them because of attachment to failure. And my attachment to failure keeps me grieving over broken and failed relationships. It keeps me overanalyzing when I fail constantly. Like, why did I fail? What's wrong? What's the message? It's important to learn from these things, but I stay in the past, right? I constantly am looking at what went wrong and why did it go wrong? And it keeps me from showing up. And when I'm overly attached to my dream, then I stay in my head and I don't live it out. And then if you throw God in the equation, it makes it that much more difficult because now if I have a quote calling, if I feel Holy Spirit inspiration towards something that can help improve the world, then it really gets messed up because then, then I attach my performance to my calling, right? Then I attach my worthiness to God, um, or not to God, but to performing for God instead of just my worthiness because period, because I am period. So I think that I have spent a lot of time dreaming the dream or fearing the failure and analyzing the reality of failure instead of letting all of that go and just be present and show up and allow myself to be and not be defined by my greatness or my failure, right? And even sometimes I think if you like listen to prayers and we pray this as well, it's we pray for, well, let us keep our health. Well, let us keep our family. Well, Lord, please, you know, you can take some stuff away, but don't take this away, right? And of course, Praying for protection and, and health and all of that is, is fine. But there's this condition to it. If I don't have this, then I am lost. If I can't have a dream of potential and I can't hope in the future, then I have nothing. Then I am lost. If I have all of these failures... Um, that define who I am, but I pray that those don't happen again. I mean, it just doesn't work. It's not humanity. I can't wait to be so grounded and spiritual that I'm no longer human, but that's not what we can do in this life. So we have to live in this space between our potential and our failure, between the future and the past. So what is that class? We have to live in the present, right? And the present is not very pretty sometimes. 
the present is messy and it includes, yes, a lot of the external mess and the, the difficulties of life, but it also includes our own stuff. It includes our own failings and inadequacies and shortcomings and lack of trust, right? Yet, if we pause in the present and we allow ourselves to become detached to both hope and failure, to both potential and failure, <laughs> then we're at that place of presence, what Thomas Merton calls the point of nothingness, right? Where no, there's no striving, there's no pressures, there's no voices that are larger than our own or than God's in us. There's only stillness. And in that stillness is that pure diamond light. And that is where we can find peace. I was reading, um, I don't remember what it was, sorry, Psalm something. Psalm 16, I believe. And it struck me that, hold on, sorry. That's what you get for being live on the pause. Psalm 27, six. I shall offer within the Lord's tent a sacrifice of joy. I will sing and make music for the Lord. And that was really helpful, the word sacrifice, right? It's not, I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think it's, let's um, try our hardest to be happy. Let's try our hardest to be joyful. It's letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go. It's a sacrifice. The sacrifice is letting go of what we could be and what we were and what we are, letting that go making the sacrifice to be nothing because that is where the joy is. That is where the peace is. There are no standards for excellence when you're just you, right? So let's try and be in that space today between what we could be, what we were, and sit in what we are detached, trying to attach and be whole. So let's get our spines energized so that we can be reminded that we are part of who we are is in our body, right? This is present in reality. So with a tall spine, inhale, bringing your arms up over your head, separating your vertebrae, really feeling your spine get taller. Exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, round your back, chin to chest. Inhale, come up. Exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, round your back, chin to chest. Inhale, bring your arms up. Let's clasp our hands, both arms coming over on the right side of our body as we exhale. Inhale, rise up. Exhale, go to the left. Inhale, up. Exhale, go to the right. 
Inhale up. Exhale, go to the left. Bring your arms up. Bring your hands out to the side so that you're, it's like you're holding the world, sticking out your chest and your chin, really opening wide as you inhale, as you exhale, round your back. Drop your chin to your chest, giving yourself a hug. Inhale, open up. It's like potential, the world, I can save it. Hug yourself, drop your chin to your chest, and just be, be the small yet amazing person that you are. And come up, bring your hands to your shoulders, drawing small circles, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then stop and reverse, small and bigger and bigger. And then shake it out. Sorry for the yawn. Let's stretch our necks. Inhale, looking forward. Exhale, turn your head to the right, holding it here, breathing in and out. Come back to neutral. Drop your ear to your shoulder, holding your head. Come back up to neutral, inhale. As you exhale, turn the other direction, holding it here, breathing in and out. Come back to neutral and drop your ear to your shoulder. Come back to neutral. So, as we quiet our minds today, you know, breathing is so helpful to physiologically quiet your mind, but not if we're somewhere else, right? And so let's just focus on our bodies as we breathe, feeling our inhalation and our exhalation, trying to keep your mind focused on the nuances of your breath, okay? So exhale everything out, all the old stale air out, and allow your belly to expand as you inhale. Feeling your breath go up through your chest and up through your shoulders. And exhale slow, feeling your breath descend down to the base of your spine, feeling your skin as it shifts back in to an unstretched space. Inhale, allowing your skin to move, your organs to begin to move, your bones, your spine. Hold it and exhale slowly, feeling the sense of relief coming back to that place of neutral. Inhale, belly. And exhale. Listen to your breath. As you inhale, listen to the sound of your breath.
as you exhale, listen to the sound of your breath. Again, inhale, listening. And exhale. And then imagine the color of purple starting at the base of your spine. And as you inhale, it climbs up your spine to the top of your head. As you exhale, it climbs down your spine towards the base of your spine. Inhale, seeing the color rise. Exhale, seeing the color fall. And then let's picture in our head a dream, desire, something that maybe we only know about or perhaps you've shared it with people. Imagine reaching that dream, that potential, seeing how it feels in your body, what thoughts and images come to mind, what emotions come up for you. And then imagine that dream, that potential doesn't exist. It doesn't pan out. How does that feel in your body? What images come to mind? What emotions come up for you? Do you find your reaction to the dream not happening? Do you find that you Feel tension, frustration, sadness. If so, perhaps that's an indication that you're holding on to it too tightly. Come back from that place in the future in your head. Come back and surrender to the present moment, letting go of the need for that to happen the need for you to control it. Inhale, and as you exhale, let go of your need for it to be perceived as your own worthiness, as part of what will make you good. Receive the love of just who you are without your performance. And then think of a failure that you've had in your life. A broken relationship. A failed business. 
maybe a dream that you pursued that failed. How does that feel in your body? What thoughts and images come to mind? What emotions rise up for you? Is it still part of your daily thoughts? Does it keep you from being present? Does it keep you from showing up? Can you inhale and exhale letting go of that grip that failure has on you and be present? Surrender to the present. Can you let go of how it might have damaged the perception of you or your perceived perception of you? And instead receive the love of who you are. And can you let go of the fear that it might happen again? and trust in the path, the boundary lines set for you. And imagine all of this, you're in this tent, this place where you are, can only be present. You are in a shelter, you are safe and protected. You are vulnerable because you are just you. Without dreams, without failures, just simply you. Let's listen to our souls as we connect to God, to the divine, to the spirit. These words from Howard Thurman. In the stillness of quiet, if we listen, we can hear the whisper of the heart giving strength to weakness, courage to fear, hope to despair. The next time I read it, what word or phrase jumps out at you? In the stillness of quiet, if we listen, we can hear the whisper of the heart giving strength to weakness, courage to fear, hope to despair. time I read it, what do you feel like your soul is saying to you as you listen to this passage, as you connect 
to God, to the Holy Spirit, to the divine. In the stillness of quiet, if we listen, we can hear the whisper of the heart giving strength to weakness, courage to fear, hope to despair. time I read it, what is your prayer or your response? In the stillness of quiet, if we listen, we can hear the whisper of the heart giving strength to weakness, courage to fear, hope to despair. So today, may we sit in the space between potential and failure and sit in that space of truth, the truth of our beauty and our shortcomings, and just allow us to rise up and show up in all that we are. 